0: This show is sponsored by IdealWorkspace.com, which promotes a healthier way of working through their adjustable standing desk. Check out their latest smart adjustable standing desk at altizen.com, A-L-T-I-Z-E-N.com. Welcome to Analyze Asia, the podcast dedicated to dissect the pulse of business, technology and media in Asia. In this episode, I speak to Wang Boyuan from TechMoon and TechCrunch China, where we dissect the Le Eco Group. We discuss the management team and business structure behind the group and their entry into the hardware businesses. Last but not least, we discuss whether the company is truly disrupting the industry. Hi, Boyuan. Hi, Bernard. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good too. I think you have been having some fun with TechCrunch Beijing, right? Recently?
1: Yes, absolutely. What are the interesting things that have happened there? There's too many things, you know. I have a panel with a company called Anchor. They make power banks. They're a Chinese company. They are selling power banks to the U.S. and to Japan, to the Europe mar- market. They're pretty successful, and I have a talk with them about uh, their experience getting out of China and how to uh, make money from the people, you know, living outside their country. That was quite interesting, and I met a lot of people there. It's great. And I'm talking to Wang Boyuan, Yuan, writer and editor, TechCrunch
0: China, and also TechNode. So Boyuan, Yuan, I got you on this time round because I wanted to talk to you on a very interesting company that's been generating two kinds of attention. Either there's a lot of fanfare, or oh, there's a lot of controversy. I'm talking about the Le Echo group. To start the conversation, I wanted to talk a little bit about what Le Echo does. It's a global internet company started from the media space with Le TV. In Chinese, they call it Le Shi. And now it is in a very different business such as mobile phones, cars, and they have also launched in the US. It's a public company listed on Shenzhen Stock Exchange with an annual revenue of US 1.6 billion and a market capitalization in the range of 13 billion, depending on where the stock goes to help my audience. Can you introduce the company Le Echo, formerly known as Le TV?
1: Yes, LeShu was founded in 2004, beginning as a video streaming service, we call it VOD. And they also produce videos and they distribute videos. And in 2010, it is listed on the mainland China's second board stock exchange called Chinex. And two years later, it starts expansion. And through a series of uh, capital operations, now it has transformed into a huge yet complex company with business, including smart products, entertainment, cloud services, financial tech, and electric self-driving cars, you know, with the acquisition of uh, Ferrari Future and uh, the TV manufacturer Vizio and also Yahoo's 300-acre Santa Clara property. It is known to many U.S. tech guys, I think.
0: In our earlier conversation, the Santa Clara property is worth $200 million. U.S. dollars, right? Yes, yes. Help me understand, what is the mission and vision of the Le Echo Group?
1: They said they are digital pioneers, you know, on their web page. They believe in an easy way to connect with people's favorite entertainment and smart devices with each other and with them. They seamlessly blend devices, contents, applications, and uh, distribution in our first of its kind ecosystem. So this innovation approach puts extraordinary experience in hands of millions of people all over the world. In one words, they have uh, their unique ecosystem to connect devices and contents and people. When it
0: comes to a company like Le Eco Group, we talk about people. We know the charismatic founder, Jia Yuetin, who is the face of the company. Who is he? And also, can you tell me a little bit about who are also the key executives in his team?
1: Yes, Jia Yueting, he's quite uh, dramatic. Is that the word uh, appropriate? Yes. <laughs> people, people always, you know, talking about him. He's known as YT Jia. He's the founder and CEO of uh, LeEco. Currently, YT leads the strategic direction of LeEco and his uh, subsidiaries, including Letv.com, LeShi Zhixin, LeVision Pictures, the sports, the mobile, the cloud, and more. Before he founded Leico or Le Shi, he founded the Shanxi Bayer Communication Technology and the Expel Union Communication Technology, which was listed on the main board in Singapore, Exchange in 2007. So he started even earlier than that. How is he in person like? He's, uh, you know, if you love him, he's quite uh, full of charisma. But if you hate him, you know, he's uh, kind of uh, just talk the talk. Do you know of any of the key executives within LearnEqual itself? Yes, Leica have a co-founder called uh, Hank Liu, we call it in Chinese as Liu Hong. Hank Liu is co-founder and vice chairman of Leiko. In his role, Hank supervised company's branding communications and oversee all the external corporations and investments as well as mergers and acquisitions at the enterprise group level. Together with Jia Yu in 2004, they co-founded Laiko. At that time, he served uh, he served as the vice chairman and co-founder of the group organization. He also takes a prominent role of managing Leica uh, investor in government and celebrity relations. So before he co-founded Le Eco, Hank Liu was a journalist in China Radio International for six years. And also... And so they knew each other before that? Yes, yes. He was like a, a radio journalist for six years. So who are the board members of Le Eco? There are five of them on the board. The first one is uh, Jia Yueting. Another is Han Liu. And the rest of them, first, Han Fangming Ming. He's a diplomatic figure in China. He's quite experienced in, uh, you know, nation-to-nation, cross-nation exchange things. And also, Zhu Ning is a deputy director and professor of finance at the Shanghai Advanced Institute. Finance is an institute of uh, Shanghai Jiao Tong University. So he still teaches in the college. And also, Cao Bin. Cao Bin is an uh, accountant is a partner of Ruihua CPA, so none of the board members in technology sector but mainly in the financial sector, which means that uh, their expertise in finance guided Jia Yuting how the Eco designed their complicated corporate structure. In its North American branch, the leadership structure is quite uh, tech oriented. They have 12-year-old Huawei veteran Richard Ren as the president of Smart Vice for the Eco's overseas and North American operations, and acting president of the Eco North America. And the other executives are also from like Samsung and Qualcomm, etc. The interesting thing about LeEco is that it's
0: structured in a very complicated way. Can you share how the company is actually structured? For example, it has many subsidiaries within the group itself. For example, Letv.com, LeShishishin, LeVision, Wangqiu.com, Le Holding, and Letv Investment Management and Le Mobile. I mean, if you were to look into their annual report, it looks really complicated. But Maybe you can help me to break it down a little bit and see where we can view this company.
1: I have a diagram here, but it's in Chinese, so i just uh, explain it just briefly. And I'll put it on the show notes as well. Okay. The main company is called Le Holdings. It's not uh, Le Shi or whatever. Le Holding is said to have uh, 34 subsidiaries according to the economic observer called Jingji Guan Cha Bao is a Chinese media. It can be part in two categories, listed and unlisted. The Le Shi Internet Information Technology is a listed company, and uh, they have uh, three affiliates, including the video platform Letv.com and uh, Le Shi Zhi Xin, which provides smart TV devices and is an online retail store. And also companies like Le Sports and Le Music, they are, operate with their intellectual properties and provide content services you know, just uh, sports or music. They have some, you know, exclusive rights, like uh, they have uh, exclusive rights to air China's top soccer league in China and air like NBA games in Hong Kong. The listed subsidiaries also include the TV investment management. They provide like FinTech and also the traditional investment service and the cloud this is uh, their cloud service hua Ying shi this is a company that produces tv dramas and produced the dramas that are only aired on the, the ecosystem and new media they call lshi this company is company only to buy ips from different you know categories and different companies like buying the tv drama or buying music or buying sports categories Etc. The unlisted business, including the mobile. The mobile is a smartphone business. You know, the, they have the phone and uh, it's all including on this unlisted business. And also their car business, uh, Faraday Future, and uh, they call it D. It's also unlisted. And also the Vision Pictures. This is a company that uh, making motion pictures and they produce motion pictures and they distribute motion pictures. There's a blockbuster coming this month, I think is called The Great Wall is the director. The director is uh, Zhang Yimou, one of the most famous directors in China. And uh, they have Matt Damon to start in in the movie. It's really, you know, international and it was produced by Le Vision Pictures. Also, they have a uh, Le Shi Agriculture. They call it Le Shi Sheng Tai Nong including Wangjiu.com. They just, uh, this is a website selling wines and alcohols online. This is basically the structure. Yeah.
0: Wow, they sell wine and alcohol too. That's really interesting. Thank you for giving such a clear picture of really what is really going on with the Le Eco or Le Holdings within it so how are the different business units within the le echo group is actually structured
1: they said they have set seven different businesses including contents smartphone sports cloud tv cars and fintech so they set all the businesses in the matrix in order to provide in their words ultimate experience but to be frank it seems to me that the links between different units is not as tight as they want to be. As I said, they are also selling alcohol online. But does it have any you know, connections with like cars? You know, this is really interesting.
0: So how do the local group generate revenues? And what are the business models for different businesses? Because they're so complicated.
1: Yes, I only got their uh, reports from 2015. In 2015, 46.78% of their Venue came from TV. This is a terminal venue. Almost 21% comes from video subscription. Another 23% comes from advertisement.
0: And then, of course, the remaining is for the rest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes, you know, they have uh, very blurred lines between all these categories because they may say if you are like you're buying 20 years of uh, subscriptions and then I give you a TV for free but I don't know if that was counting the TV or the subscription.
0: It feels to me that it is a media company that generates most of its revenue from TV subscription and advertisement. Would you think that the Le Echo group is actually very similar to what Netflix is except you add the hardware piece into them?
1: It looks similar but it's really different. Netflix has never had so many other businesses other than you know making videos and also in terms of the situation they are facing you know currently at this moment le eco is in the video platform uh, you know in the in the video market in china it, it is not uh, the number 1 it's not dominant but uh, apparently netflix is uh, welcomed or received in their market
0: can you talk more about the hardware products that's launched by le eco then?
1: It's really pity that, you know, I, I have never used uh, any Eco product. So it's unfair to give comment. But what I can say is they invest a few like phone companies that have years and years of experience in making smartphones. So they are not going to be bad, I think. But in YT theory, Jia Yueting's theory, hardware should be free to customers, as I said. You know, they even have a campaign called the Free Hardware Day. It's a day that you can buy a phone you're not buying a phone you're buying a 20 years of the membership and uh, they give you a phone for free like or they give you a 60 inch the tv instead for free but uh, you have to buy like 20 years or 30 years of their membership and i am a strong believer of you you get what you paid there are already you know many complaints about the tv like uh, the selling numbers are good but there's a, also a lot of complaints about, like, they have too many, like, launching ads. At first, it's only 15 seconds, and now it become like, 45. Also, they have, uh, you know, technical problems, like, they don't support, like, HDMI, a, a new standard of HDMI. I think this uh, freemium model could only lead to the damage of user experience. And it is also... Irony is that Jia Yue Ting frequently, you know, mocks and or attacks Apple on his uh, Weibo for their world Garden exos- ecosystem. But, you know, in LaEco's perspective, LaEco has an open ecosystem, but I don't see any differences.
0: So they are actually a uh, Garden by themselves. If you are using their hardware, you get their content. If you use their mobile phones, you also get the content and the model is a little bit like I gave you the TV for free maybe it's $2,000 but because it's a 20-year membership and how much do they charge per month for a
1: membership? they are 495 yuan for 30 months it's like uh, $70 for 30 months so if you're
0: 70 times 20 years that's actually they may be a lot more back from you it's assuming that the hardware is still working of course
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: There are some interesting news about the Echo and one of them is that actually acquired a company called Vizio for about US two billion dollars. So it's a very high-end TV. So the question I have is why did they acquire Vizio for so much money then?
1: They make the acquisition for reasons. At first they want to enter the North American market quickly. After they uh, made the acquisition, they enter into the US market with the event. Second is I think they want to expand their user base globally by acquiring Vizio. They have a new distribution channel for their contents, video contents or other contents. So, we have uh, two brands to provide all the contents so you know, people may, the Vizio user may, may you know, subscribe to their TV.com membership. The third reason, I think, is LeEco wants to be the a big player in the TV manufacturing space. Because LeEco and the Vizio are not typical TV manufacturers that are making screens or making the displays. They are just assemble it. And uh, they buy in their displays from other manufacturers like uh, Samsung or Sharp or LG. And they just assemble it and sell it. The fourth reason is they want to stimulate their TV sales. Like uh, they said, after the acquisition, they are, they are hoping to see 15 million units sold in 2017. That will
0: be in China or the US? Or just global markets? Global. So Loeco made a very big launch in the US market and has claimed that they have made a partnership with Netflix and of course Netflix denied it. What do you think that their US strategy really is?
1: The launch events is about the uh, devices, all the phones, cars, bicycles, and everything. With all this hardware, all the devices in, and seeing the fact that they really needs money, they want to go west and uh, get profit. Is the key, I guess. Their goal is no different from any other you know, cross-border e-commerce companies in China. Easier to make more profits in the matured markets than in Chinese market, despite being huge. Other e-commerce companies in China might be small, but LeEco's business is really, really big, really huge, you know, in different, covering different categories.
0: Is LeEco really a disruptor going big with their media business, or is it just a house of cards that will crash at some point?
1: Basically they're saying that Leiko is not a tech company not making technical innovations although they deliver their contents through tech they have their phones they have their video platforms they have the, the smart cars but all this tech that carrying their contents is not disruptive one i have to say that in the beginning in the lushi age you know they stand out by giving quality video contents both original and and uh, exclusive. It is still the same now. In China, they are the first video content providers that provide like uh, NFL and MLB and all this minor sports league uh, broadcasting to China. I think this is unique, but uh, their ecosystem relies on the video can- contents heavily and the competition in the market is still fierce. If you can't catch up, the winner will be the loser later, you know. So to maintain the growing pace, Lyco has to burn money on hardwares on their eco cycle. Making like the next generation cars and fancy smartphones and big screen TVs is just not easy and not cheap. The situation I think is very crucial for them. I myself don't have too much confidence about them. I probably just wanted to
0: ask this, how is the eco compared to the BAT then?
1: Although LeEco has everything BAT and also Xiaomi has, you know, they have all the things that competitors in every categories. LeEco has their advantage, is the video content, but they are still not dominant. In some analysis, in some reports, LeEco is only the fourth biggest video content provider in China. Tencent is the first one, Youku and iQiyi, owned by Baidu. This uh, comes second and third, and uh, LeEco is only the fourth one. This applies to another business units, like smartphone, you know, they can't overtake Huawei, they can't even overtake Xiaomi or Meizu, and also cars, you know, they have not made a, a real a mass production cars yet, and also finance, I don't think they have grown so that big enough to compete with like Jingdong or compete with uh, Ali, of course, and also cloud service, I never heard of that. <laughs> And also TV, you know, even though TV, they sell, they sell big numbers of TVs, you know, the competition is still fierce. Xiaomi is making a TV. Other like the traditional TV companies that are trying to convert themselves to uh, internet plus elements, they want to add their internet genes into their old TVs. So the competition is still fierce, you know, and, uh, you know, you have to deal with that. So recently... Le Eco has
0: admitted to problems of over expansion and cash shortfall. What do you think will be their way forward?
1: It's really hard to summarize all the things after Jerry published the letter. On the other day, they said, My schoolmates from the MBA class has given me $600 million for investment, and the other day, all these companies that his classmates in is denied. So it's really like a drama, you know. But apparently Jair Ting is not defeated. According to his tweet he's always like, we, we're going to keep on, we're going to carry on. We can go through the difficulties. So I think I'll just wish him luck.
0: So they actually lost two billion in market cap within because of the problems that they admitted. So it's gonna be a interesting company to watch and we probably still do not know what are their plans in the US, given that they hired out a lot of very important executives from Samsung and other companies in Silicon Valley. So, I'm going to talk to you again at some point about this. So, but help my audience, uh, Boyuan, how do they find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter account is uh, this Boyan, Boyuan, T H I S B O Y U A N. And also, you can add me on WeChat. My WeChat uh, account is B O Y U A N W, Boyuan W.
0: And of course, everyone can read you on TechCrunch China and TechNote too, right? Yes, yes. And you can find me at bleongcw Subscribe to us at Analyze Asia, A-N-A-L-Y-S-E Asia. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, a Tune in. And of course, Google Play, only the US market. If you have anything, you can drop me a line via Twitter or via email. And of course, always drop us comments. So once again, Boyan, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you, Bernard.